looking for more volunteer programmers to join our team. We offer training, experience, and a diverse community of dedicated individuals who want to keep the airwaves free. If you are interested, email us at programming at kkfi.org. The views and opinions of this program are those of its host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 90.1 FM, KKFI, Midcoast Radio Project, or its staff and volunteers. Welcome to Jaws of Justice Radio on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. It's Monday morning. My name is Terry. On this episode of Jaws of Justice, First, we'll hear host Bev Livingston speaking with James Eccles, CEO at Renaissance Management and Training Solutions, LLP, in the Kansas City metropolitan area. In addition to leading Renaissance Management and Training Solutions, LLP, Jim currently serves as chair of the Workforce Development Committee, Kansas City, Kansas, president of the Future Leaders Outreach Network, and chair of the Wyandotte County Boys and Girls Club, and much, much more. Bev and James Eccles will speak about the common sense approach to human relations as workplaces become more diverse. Renaissance Management and Training Solutions, LLP, is a public relations firm that provides a myriad of services developed to enhance human relationships in the workplace. The primary focus is the alleviation of intercultural, gender, and racial conflict, thereby enhancing employee morale, reducing grievances, minimizing potential liability, and improving organizational productivity. We'll play our calendar at the midpoint of the hour. Next, get ready, get set. It's time for Penny Mill. Host Melvin Merritt will be on Jaws of Justice to tell listeners what fun and good works will happen at Penny Mill 2023. His guest today will be Mr. T.J. Hooker Taylor, Ms. Sean Taylor, and Ms. Nisi of Nisi's Restaurant. Penny Mill's upcoming Community Empowerment event will be July 29th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Spring Valley Park, East 28th Street and Spring Valley Drive, Kansas City, Missouri. On Jaws of Justice, we examine how to find justice in our society. Justice will not be served until those who are unaffected are as outraged as those who are. Now, our show. Bev Livingston speaking with James Eccles of Renaissance Management and Training Solutions. Good morning. I would like to prepare you for the information and empowerment that you are going to hear from our guest today, Jim Eccles. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Bev. How are you? I am good. I am uh, wanting to start with reach, reaching out for, from within, and that is an awesome, awesome program. Would you tell our audience how that or, uh, organization started and what your mission is? Okay. Well, first of all, the organization just celebrated uh, last year our 40th anniversary, so it started in 1982, and uh, one of our uh, residents, uh, Prairie Village, Kansas, uh, Sue Ellen Freed, was a co-founder of the organization, and she continues to serve as a board member and, and past president of the organization. What the organization is involved in is working behind the walls in correctional facilities, particularly in our Kansas, Missouri area, and also the state of North Carolina, to prepare individuals for successful re-entry back into society. And by starting and walking alongside of individuals up to a year or more before they're released, we can help them focus on what's gonna be needed to be successful. And then upon release, we wanna walk alongside individuals for a year or more once they're released to ensure that they connect with all community resources and supports that can make their reentry successful one. That is very, very much needed and impressive. 
because inside the prisons to bring information in so that our men and women come home with more current information on services and resources is outstanding. We need a duplication of your services at reaching out from within throughout the nation. want to talk a bit about you. You have an amazing uh, resume of your involvement in workplace, the military, and more. You want to share a little bit about how you arrived at working in Kansas City with the two programs that we're sharing today and tell us a little bit about your veteran experience. Sure. Well, first of all, I uh, I grew up, I'm the son of a Baptist pastor, and I grew up in a pretty strict and rigid home environment. Uh, I'm in the middle of three siblings, and I decided uh, immediately following high school graduation that I wanted to go on uh, to receive higher education, and I felt that the military offered a good opportunity to have the educational benefits for me to be successful there. Mm -hmm. uh, my siblings and I are basically about two years apart, and so the background I came from was not affluent enough that I could be ensured that all the financial resources and other would be there for me, and so I decided to step out and use that vehicle, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. I've uh, uh, served ultimately with the military a total of 25 years. I retired there. I moved about 20 years ago to uh, Kansas City, Kansas, uh, Wyandotte uh, County, and uh, became a newlywed at that time in Wyandotte County. I've been here since then, and I've tried to engage with civic activities in both the greater Kansas City area as well as Wyandotte County in Kansas City. I retired from the state of Kansas uh, six years ago and I formed a private for-profit firm, Renaissance Management and Training Solutions, to be largely uh, an organization to be uh, involved in doing workforce development and human relations work as far as uh, workforce in both the public private sector and others and so that's what i've done outstanding jim and with the background like that and serving in vietnam as a teenager i feel fully equips you to be able to help our brothers and sisters who are incarcerated as you do work inside the prisons as we move into the membership you've had in, in many boards and other kinds of development offices and as a development officer currently can you talk a little bit about how the structure of your involvement has helped both those who are incarcerated as well as those who have loved ones incarcerated and the general public i sure will i uh, first of all i feel that it's important that individuals who experience through poor judgment, whatever the case may be, who experience incarceration, whether it's for a short period or long period, not give up. Mistakes can be made, but they don't have to lead to a steady downward spiral mm -hmm. in life. It can be the beginning of a new opportunity and a new advancement. And so we try to bring encouragement there to individuals who, the, uh, who we're working with, again, behind the walls, as well as those newly released, to ensure them that there are opportunities for them. Mm -hmm. One good thing that came out of the uh, recent uh, COVID pandemic was the fact that many opportunities were created for individuals as far as employment. A lot of competition as far as a, a recent low unemployment levels uh, right now has made it more competitive for employers to recruit and hire individuals. Mm -hmm. This has created a pathway to greater opportunity and second chances for our returning citizens 
and I applaud both the employers and the motivation of individuals, and we try to work to help to prepare individuals so that they can have a good experience there. Particular focus right now that we have is the employment opportunities are pretty positive. What we're working with is to focus on those soft skills or at this point, I would call them essential skills that are necessary for retention in great opportunities with employment for ongoing opportunities, upward mobility, and so on. But it offers a good opportunity, and I think the environment now is much better for, again, second chances. I think employers are looking for dedicated employees. Well, we had a struggle when we were trying to um, get banned the box off the applications for homes and jobs and whatever because we know that that used to be a barrier for returning citizens to have a fair opportunity to um, gain employment and things of that sort. I believe that getting um, inside the prisons to offer any kind of resource development and helping the citizens coming home be knowledgeable about where to turn was quite an accomplishment. And so I applaud reaching out from within for even getting inside to help the um, citizens be prepared for whatever their uh, choices are when they come home and care for their families and make our communities a better place. Uh, before we move to Renaissance, I want you to share how to communicate with reaching out from within or yourself or anything as it relates to the jobs that you recruit uh, for and employers and people who come together to make this family of supporters for reentry people. So how do we get in touch with you? Okay, well, I, I appreciate that. And our uh, website for Reaching Out From Within is www.rofw.org. And that's our website. It has lots of information about past current, and future activities we're engaged in. I can be reached uh, by email at area 91, uh, excuse me, uh, email at jim.rofw at gmail.com. And I'm just going to give my uh, mobile number for the public, and that is area 913 9996557 and this information can be available through the website and others as well uh, those are contacts uh, for us we are engaged uh, actively throughout the year as far as fundraising activity and I'm uh, very proud to serve as uh, chief development officer for the organization and previously served two and a half years as the executive director before moving to the, uh, basically the fundraising and development role. Uh, we have ongoing activities in, in the area of development. In the spring, we just had this past April, the first week of April, we did a, a symposium where we invited individuals from not only throughout Kansas, uh, the correctional and other uh, areas, but individuals who are from the business community, our political uh, leadership, and so on were invited, and we had participation from probably a dozen different states, individuals who actually attended and participated. And we had both the uh, online or live stream as well as on site. Uh, we will have uh, coming up this fall, uh, during the first half of November, we're planning now and hopefully we'll finalize this week our annual dinner banquet, which will be held uh, uh, in the first half of November, and we will have the date very soon, which I'll pass on to you, Bev, uh, for the benefit of the uh, public. Uh, as far as participation, this is our major fundraising effort as far as our donors, uh, past, uh, present, and future, along with our 
ongoing activities as far as fundraising and general support. But we try to do as much as we can to engage with individuals behind the walls as far as their initial reentry to support them because we realize that the dignity of work is a big part of the psychological overlay and success of individuals with reentry. Indeed, it is. And I would like to commend you and reaching out from within on dealing with the, the, the population of those who are underrepresented. And the goals and vision of um, reaching out from within, may it continue to be successful and may your work be appreciated because indeed you are putting in some work there. Let's talk about uh, Renaissance. Um, how did Renaissance get started? Uh, Renaissance was started uh, years ago when I was a young uh, soldier in the U.S. Army uh, stationed in Europe in Germany. I was selected by my commander to attend a training program uh, as a race relations facilitator. During the 70s, there was a lot of racial conflict within the ranks of the U.S. Army in, in Germany. And so the Secretary of Defense mandated that all U.S. Army personnel in Europe had to attend two and a half days, approximately 18 hours of training in race relations uh, at that time. And I was one of the individuals selected to facilitate those trainings. These were mandated from everyone from the lowest rank private all the way up to four-star general. And so in that process, I had classes two and a half days each week where I facilitated along with a couple of other instructors. And we had individuals all the way up to general who were in the same class with privates. And in those classes, the rank of the individual was essentially discarded at the door. They came in and they participated in dialogue based on uh, issues and basically trying to get a better understanding of the differences of diversity within race, culture, and so on. Years later, after retiring from the military and uh, six years ago retiring from the state of Kansas, uh, state government, I decided that I enjoyed the work so much at that time, and it still appeared to be highly relevant even in this period, I decided that I would get involved with human relations training because we're finding more and more conflict in the workplace, and I, I thought it would be a good approach to hopefully reduce or diminish conflict within the workplace to make employment and employees more productive and to make the public sector more effective as far as its mission and its services along with the private sector more productive as far as support for the owners, shareholders, and the stakeholders within the community. And I found that the work has been readily received. Mm -hmm. We started in Kansas City, and we've since engaged with work in uh, Missouri, Nebraska, and we're looking at the potential later this summer of establishing a presence in Charlotte, North Carolina. So we're uh, engaged there, and we're finding a receptive uh, clientele to work with, and we're also finding that it can make a difference, and in most cases, diversity in the workplace is a big plus. And we hear a little controversy regarding some of the things there, but in the business community, consistently, I'm finding that they see diversity in their workforce as an enhancement of their bottom line and their overall business. Indeed. Well, Renaissance, um, since the established date of June 2017, has done quite an outstanding job. And as an alternative to just common sense approach to human relationships, community development, making families better, helping each one teach one, and getting people 
integrated into the workforce when they are most needed to make money to take care of their families. And this is an, an outstanding model. Thank you. What are some of your collaborative partners um, as we reach um, near the end of the program? Mm -hmm. Who are some of your major collaborative partners and are you looking for more or how can we let the public know, our listeners know, how to get involved? Well, uh, first of all, uh, we have focused and, and done work with uh, city government or with the public sector in general. Most of our work, surprisingly, has been with private companies. Uh, we've had a successful uh, uh, role there. Uh, we've done uh, presentations and collaborations with the Greater Kansas City Chamber, the Kansas State Chamber of Commerce, Missouri State Chamber of Commerce, Nebraska State Chamber, the Kansas Bankers Association, have all been clients and continue to be strong organizations that we have positive collaborations and has helped us to kind of spread our message mm -hmm. and our narrative throughout these states that are involved. All right. Well, I just see outstanding um, future opportunities for those who learn about your, your organizations. I think that some of the um, equity and inclusion um, efforts are much needed. And as we move toward this next year coming, I am so happy to know that those returning to the community from incarceration will be served with all of the wonderful resources and opportunities that exist in both reaching out from within as well as Renaissance, because Renaissance has I believe, unlimited opportunities for training, development, and, and job, and economic values for those who get involved. Well, I appreciate that, and thank you again for the invitation to come in today. Oh, we're not done, because <laughs> you're going to tell our listeners mm -hmm. how to reach you and how to get involved with Renaissance, because I'm pretty sure that new newcomers are always welcome. Yes, we uh, look forward to uh, serving again and service, whether it be voluntarily, and I'm a kind of a professional volunteer as well as a business person. Uh, uh, Renaissance, uh, our website is www.renaissancesolutionsllp.com, and my email there is jim. Eccles, E-C-H-O-L-S, at renaissancesolutions.com. Awesome. Can we just share with the audience a little bit about the training again, the training that you provide for the participants, sir? Yes, in Renaissance, we provide training that's focused on uh, positive human relationships within the workplace, and that can be public or private sector, faith-based, nonprofit as well. Uh, we focus on diversity, bringing about differences that initially might be perceived as uh, heightening conflict, but those differences, if managed, made aware throughout the organization, can become strong strengths within the organization and give organizations competitive edge in the marketplace. And so we try to focus on the diversity and the aspects awareness. And secondly, we recognize that much of what appears to be perhaps uh, discriminatory behavior might actually be a matter of leadership. And so we uh, focus about two thirds of our course and presentations are around the issue of solid leadership and positive leadership to get the job done rather than uh, making preferences or creating an environment that might be uh, adverse to successful outcomes. Totally awesome. I appreciate all of the 
goals and visions and support that you're offering both the community at large and those returning from being incarcerated that need a hand up and need to know where to turn. I do think that our audience today have some takeaways and I look forward to you following up and contacting uh, Renaissance. And again, that contact information is Renaissance Solutions LLP.com. And the contact number is 913-523-4890. Jim Eccles, we have really learned a lot today. Thank you for joining us. And may you be our guest again as wonderful things happen. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to that. The following is a test of the emergency alert system, brought to you as a public service of 90.1 FM KKFI. Again, the following is only a test of the emergency alert system. What you just heard was a test from the emergency alert system. It was only a test. In the event of an emergency, it would have been followed with further instructions. Thank you for your patience from 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City. Now the calendar for the week of July 17th. Legal Aid of Western Missouri provides free civil legal services to low-income and vulnerable people in Jackson County, Missouri. Interested individuals can call 816-474-6750 to apply. Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America is a very active group of mothers and others. You can learn where their virtual meetings this week will occur at momsdemandaction.org. Monday, July 17th at 6 p.m., there's a meet and greet of Wyandotte County primary candidates at the Kansas City, Kansas Library South, 3106 Strong Avenue, Kansas City, Kansas, hosted by the League of Women Voters, Johnson County, Kansas. Come and visit with the primary candidates for the Unified Government Commissioners, Districts 2, 3, 4, and 6, the Board of Public Utilities, and the Register of Deeds. Tuesday, July 18th at 5 p.m., Moore Square's Notasaki meeting is virtual. More info at moresquare.org. Wednesday, July 19th at 5 p.m., Moore Square's local control phone bank is on Zoom. Again, more info at moresquare.org. Wednesday, July 19th at 6 p.m., Understanding Kansas Senate Bill 180 and the Struggle Against Legal Transphobia in Kansas will be in the auditorium of the Lawrence Public Library. This is a panel conversation discussing the recent and ongoing transphobic legislation in Kansas and beyond, how we fight it, and more. This event is hybrid, in-person, and virtual. More info at Lawrence Public Library online. Thursday, July 20th at 10 a.m., Empower Missouri's Criminal Justice Coalition is a multi-sector team of dedicated advocates who envision a future without mass incarceration. They meet on Zoom. More info at empowermissouri.org. Thursday, July 20th, 5 to 7 p.m., Hope and Healing for Survivors of Homicide is a support group sponsored by Kansas City Mothers in Charge. This will be at 3200 Wayne Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri. Follow Casey Mothers in Charge on social media for updates. Saturday, July 22nd, 5 p.m., hashtag Be More Like Claire's fifth annual Give Back Bash is at Maselli's Banquet Hall, 1031 North New Hampshire Street, Lawrence, Kansas. You can join hashtag Be More Like Claire for a night of fun and philanthropy. All proceeds will go toward an interpersonal violence prevention program, Claire's Community. Tickets are available. See on Facebook. A list of services, meals, and hotlines specific to sheltering are available at lawrenceprogressivecalendar.blogspot.com. That list is updated daily. My name is Terry, reminding you that these events and more can be found on the Jaws of Justice radio page on the KKFI website. 
kkfi.org, as well as on the Jaws of Justice Facebook page. Stay safe. Thanks to all our listeners. Stay close to your dial and stay well. We will now return to our show. Melvin Merritt and his guests telling us about this year's Penny Mill event. Working the justice, working the justice, working the justice. Good morning to you, Mr. Melvin, and all your listeners. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Oh, yeah. I'm here. I'm waiting on you to say something. <laughs> I said good morning to you and all your listeners. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm truly, I'm here, and I'm 100% blessed and highly favored. And yourself? Good, good. Yes. Well, I'm glad to be a part of the penny mill this year, so I'm just waiting to come on and get everybody tailorized. This is T.J. Hooker Taylor, son of the late great Johnny Taylor, and I'm glad to be a part of the program again this year. Oh, you're – who am I talking to, T.J.? or I'm sorry, I'm on the phone. Can you hear me? This is T.J. Hey, T.J., can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, I can. I don't know who I'm talking to. Is this Mr. Melvin or TJ? This is when you was talking to TJ. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay, all right. I wondered what was going on. So, yeah, I'm here, Denise with Nisi. How's it going, everybody? Well, we hungry. <laughs> <laughs> On my way over there for some of that. Uh, can you hear me? Hey, TJ. They heard me on Yes, sir. Okay, yes, TJ, yes, uh, Anisi. Yes. All right, great. Let me throw the ball at you guys before you start saying anything, and it's just good to have you both on the radio uh, and also that you're on the phone, and I appreciate you. And we're having uh, Sean Taylor, which is no kin to TJ Hooker Taylor, um, but uh, she's going to be coming in in the studio, but she's running a little late. So I'm excited about this broadcast because we're going to have some very talented individuals within our community to uh, perform at the Penny Mill event coming up July the 29th from 10 to 4. So we're asking the community to come out and enjoy these talented individuals. They're homegrown, I like to say, and I think. And so uh, with uh, with that being said, let me give a little genesis of Penny Mill. And I started this uh, foundation about 13 years ago. And, and it's been about 13. It started in 2010. 2010. And... Uh, and what I was doing was trying to bring as many different ethnic and cultures, different cultures together on the same canvas, so to speak. And what I was doing and how the name Penny Mill came about, I was collecting one million pennies. And how I was going about this is uh, putting cans at various uh, stores and liquor stores and setting cans up to collect these pennies because people were more apt to put a penny in before they put a dollar in. So we surpassed that in one million pennies, and I know all the mathematicians out there know exactly how much that is. It's $10,000. So we don't do that at Penny Meal anymore. And is somebody in the background? Hey, what car are we picking up? 
Uh, guess, TJ, and Nisi, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Where well, we need to, we need to stop the background uh, conversations because it's coming over the air. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I was given the genesis of Penny Mill, and that's going to be taking place on July the twenty ninth, and it's going to be at Spring Valley Park, just uh, west of Brooklyn and just west of the 27th uh, police station. So we're asking everyone to come out. We're going to also have horses out, and we're having the marching cobras that's going to be showing up this year. We had two other marching units that was going to come this year, but they had an event uh, out of state. They're having a big competition with a lot of them. So uh, uh, the marching cobras is not is going to be in town, so we're happy about that. So we're going to have them along with these talented individuals. So I want to uh, to say welcome to Jaws of Justice right here on KKFI. And the first person I'm going to talk to is Mr. T.J. Hooker, and he's going to tell me a little bit and tell us all a little bit about the couple of songs that he's going to be singing and why that you're choosing this particular song or those particular songs? Well, I, I will be performing uh, the, the two new songs off of my two new LP. Uh, and the reason I'm performing these songs is because they're the new first songs that I just came out with. And uh, and then I'm just on like a promotional album tour. So I'm going to be giving the best that I got for Mr. Penny Mill. Glad to be on the program. Like I said, my name is Mr. T.J. Hooker-Taylor, son of the late, great Johnny Taylor. Kansas City's on. You know, I'm currently running around doing a lot of promotion and, and different things like that, promoting, you know, my, my dad's music and just helping keep uh, his legacy going alive and at the same time building my own. So the two songs I will be singing is called The Last Time, and you can count on me off the LP. Time to get tailorized. <laughs> you know, I've been noticing. <laughs> I, I've been noticing TJ on the Facebook that you have been tailorized and you've been going across the country doing a fantastic job. Uh, I think with this uh, guy with by the name of Mister Rush uh, and a couple of other people that you've been singing with, and some of the uh, sons of some of the legendary greats. And yeah. so, uh, you know, I think you're doing a fantastic job. And I think people then with the songs that you're going to be bringing to the table. And I know that a lot of people love to hear the song, uh, My Last Two Dollars. And yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and, everywhere I go, everybody loves to hear all of my dad's songs. And I, I don't have any, uh, you know, I don't have a hard time performing those, but I also have to perform songs of my own so people can know who I am. Sure. Because you know, everybody knows about Johnny Taylor. There'll never be another Johnny Taylor. I'm just proud to be the son, so I have to continue his legacy and create my own as I go. Sure. That's why I, how you do it. And uh, yeah. I'm just going to hop over real quick because I'm still waiting on my uh, third guest, Miss Sean Taylor. She's a gospel singer. And uh, she's making her way here. But I'm going to direct my questions now to Miss Nisi because I'm excited about having Nisi. Even on the phone, I was looking forward to having her in the studio. And uh, But it's just a, a, a great and a blessing to have her even on the phone. Uh, Nisi, with the same question, and I know that you're going to be singing about two or three great songs I've heard you sing and a lot of people in Kansas City was unaware that you even sang and so uh, what songs have you chose and why are you singing are they special to you are you I just sing because that's something that I like to do um, after being in the uh, restaurant business and for what 38 years now god's been blessing me and one of the things i've always started out doing is singing so it's something that i've always loved to do um i like old school music songs that come from the songbook of obviously the queen of soul aretha franklin uh gladys knight uh the now the legendary she, bless her heart she's gone tina turner these are all songs that i like to sing and i also sing some um a song, too, from Teddy Pendergrass' song book, Al Green. So I kind of mix it up with old school music. Of course, um, you did come down and 
I came to my dinner and a show, which I do at Nisi's every first Friday. Matter of fact, I had a two uh, month uh, vacation, June and July, but we'll be starting it back up August 4th. Uh, Nisi's at 6441 Truth. So I'll be doing dinner and a show there, and it starts at 5 o'clock, 5 to 7. So I'm excited to be a part of uh, Penny Mill. Hope I can get there and, and, and just gather a lot of old school songs and kind of put a consultation together and let everybody enjoy them. So. It's something that I enjoy to do. I'd sing for pleasure, not for nothing else. And if I can make somebody else feel good and uh, sharing in what I do, then obviously I've done my job. I know that you're going to make them feel good because I, as you alluded to the fact that I was there at your uh, dinner, uh, I like to call it the supper club uh, where you were entertaining. <laughs> and so I thought that was great. And, and, and I wanted to let you know that uh, that Teddy Pennygrass songs that you sang is off the chain. And oh. yeah. And so uh, definitely bring that to the table. And also my third guest has already entered the studio, Miss Sean Taylor, and she's a gospel singer. And uh like to welcome her this morning as well. And uh, Nisi just told us a few songs that she's going to be singing mm -hmm. and she's going to be bringing to the table. And I know that a lot of people is going to enjoy it. And not only that, the people that I have been talking to and mentioning that Nisi will be at the Penny Mill. Oh, event. that's awesome. And uh, so they were saying that, uh, they they were so unaware of the fact that Nisi even sung. They're getting ready to have a rude awakening and, and enjoy this yeah. this beautiful lady that Absolutely. can literally put it down like each one of you can. And so I'm just grateful that I'm in the presence of these talented individuals. And and I want to say welcome, uh, Sean Taylor. Thank you. Uh, to the here. studio and on Jaws of Justice right here on 90.1 FM on your dial, your community yes. radio. Welcome, uh, Sean. Thank and, uh, you. What three songs and what songs are you going to be bringing to the table and why are you going to sing and selecting these songs? Well, first, I want to say thank you for being here. And then also um, how beneficial um, this type of um, engagement is to and for the community. Um, I was once one of those little kids that were that was able to um, participate in community events. And um, those are usually tools. Uh, well, for me specifically, was a tool that reached out to something that I was drawn to, which was to sing and to um, to serve and to help uh, humanity. And um, so the three songs that I'm going to bring um, are some uh, popular songs, uh, gospel songs um, that will reach out and inspire um, those that are um, in the the meeting, of course, and um, those that are helping to encourage them to keep going. It's hard right now. It's rough right now. So um, yeah. one of the songs will probably be Deliver Me. And um, that's um, Leandra Johnson and... Um, um, I do a lot of her stuff as well as um, um, a lot of uh, praise and worship uh, is what I gravitate to. So I'm grateful to be here and um, looking forward to this Penny Mill event. You know, uh, I, when we had the uh, motorcycle uh, peace ride, and so I was fortunate to be at the peace ride because I bring out my motorcycle, and you were singing at the time, and that's how I met you. And this lady was listening to you singing and she was sitting down at the steps and just weeping because yeah. you were ministering to her in Psalms. And I thought you'd done a fantastic job. And I said, I had to meet Thank that you. lady and see yeah. how I can. I remember that. Uh, and bring her to the penny meal event and, yeah. uh, because other people need to know and hear this wonderful individual that can uh, minister in songs. So you've done a fantastic job, Thank and I'm you. looking forward to having you at the Penny Mill event this yes, year. I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah, and, and I want to let the community know that this year, we, last year we had, uh, uh, what was it, briskets and, and 
hamburgers and hot dogs. This year we won't have brisket, but we will have ribs, hot dogs, and hamburgers in courtesy of my sponsors. And uh, they're making it happen. And so it's all free to you, your family. We're going to have the police department out there this year. We're having the fire department out this year. And we have another agencies out there to empower you with some information that you were unaware of. So it it behooves you to come out and be a part of this event. And it's been taking place uh, for the past 13 years. Wow. It's been that long? Yeah, it's been that long. It's just awesome that what God has done and allowed me to do by his grace. So uh, I have to give him all the praise and honor. So, but the, point of it is is that i'm happy that uh tj hooker has been with me for several years and i really appreciate him and it's good to have uh niecy on board and uh and that's whether she knows yes. it or not she is now part of the penny mill family so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so she, Mel, you've been coming around me a long time a long time you won't let me forget it okay <laughs> i've been trying to twist her arm and say you got to do so you got to do that. But, uh, you know, it ain't nothing but the power of God that enabled us to all be uh, yes. on air together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And so yep. uh, it, it, it's, you know, it's the, it's people that's going to receive a treat by what you guys going to bring to the table. And uh, I got to talk with my sound man last night, Mr. Ken Silvers. He wanted to know how he wanted to set up the mics and stuff like that. And he does a fantastic job, TJ, as you know, and, and bringing out the uh, sound equipment. So yes. uh, we're making sure that we're trying to get all the T's crossed and the I's mm-hmm. dotted, and you guys going to help. Uh, make all of that possible because you're going to be contributing to the community and mm-hmm. and letting the community hear your gift and your talents. So bring your A game. All right. Definitely bring your A game. All right. <laughs> so, but hey, we like to thank you for having us here, yeah. Mr. Mill. So. You keep it coming, and we'll be there. Oh, you're going to worry me to death. <laughs> <laughs> you know you I'm banging on your door there, TJ. But <laughs> I, I show up for you every year, though. Yeah, I know, yeah. and I really appreciate you. And uh, Sean has been coming <laughs> yeah. around since I met her, and yes. and she even uh, did about 80 miles an hour to try to get here on time. And so Amen. I told her the only thing I could Grace do was to, to text her and told her to be careful, you know, because yeah. I knew that she was making her way this way and I really appreciate her efforts and coming to the studio you know like they say it's better late than never so praise God so I thank her for, I was gonna come but I got tied up today so I, yeah. I apologize for that no problem no problem I'm what glad that you well, maybe uh, some of you guys uh, can maybe share a little bit about what's on your heart and what's, what your thoughts is in terms of bringing to the penny meal. What else can you bring to the penny meal other than possibly yourself? And and I know that you're going to bring your gift and your songs and things like that. And if there's anything, any ideals that you have thought of that you can bring to make penny meal a success this year. Because without you, it won't be a success. All right. Look okay. Like got everybody so quiet. <laughs> I will say, me. This is Sean, and I'm speaking um, um, from a personal testimony. That you know what? If if those that have the influence would give their um, testimony. Um, there's a possibility that someone out there is listening. And um, I was one of those somebodies. Um, I used to go to the Boys and Girls Club right here on 43rd. And um, uh, my family had allowed me to go. And um, during that time, they would have different um, athletes and whatnot that would come and encourage us, you know, hey, you can do anything you want. And at that time, I didn't think that that was possible. 
I didn't think I thought I was trapped even as a kid. However, those influential people came and they shared and, and planted a seed of, of life in me, I would say. And that encouraged me to explore other opportunities. So that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to give back in the form of uh, loving my community, loving, letting them know that, that anything is possible. It's you know, right. at any age. So to, to keep going, to be inspired and um, to be all that you can be. So I'm grateful to be a part of uh, Penny Meal so that I can do that. And um, look looking forward to the other artists as well. Yeah, Wow, that's awesome. Uh, you alluded to the fact, uh, Sean, that we're living in some trying yes, times. Yes, absolutely. And, and all, yeah. the, all the things that are happening right oh, now. Oh, yes. And the troubles that we're having across, yes. not only in our nation, but across the world. Yeah. Uh, climate. Uh, is off the hook and and you know it's discombobulated and yeah and our community is all messed up and and, and shooting hope. yeah, yeah. And, and the weather is just yeah. I mean just terrible and people are flooding in certain states Pennsylvania yeah. and various states so uh, we need to really bring as much encouragement yes. as possible we need it to a community and inject them with some positiveness yes and so so that's what we, that's what it's all about, and I'm happy to have T.J. Hooker Taylor Taylorizing across the city, and we honor and appreciate him, and we are definitely I'm excited about Nisi of Nisi's yeah. Restaurant. She's going to be bringing her gift and her talents, as she says she loves to sing. Hey, too. And yeah, and, <laughs> yes, she does. And, and then Sean Taylor in the studio, so we're very happy, and I'm having the engineer raising her hands up, letting me know I have about. Four minutes left in the, in the program. Mm -hmm. So if there's anybody that maybe want to give out their numbers in case somebody wants to invite you to sing for them, give out your number or, or some type of uh, email address, if you will. And this, and I'm going to start with Sean. Okay. My name is Sean Taylor, and I am a gospel vocalist here in Kansas City. You can reach me at area code 816-977-1245, and we can make something happen. All right. TJ, if you got an uh, email or somebody might want to bring you out. and Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, it's real simple. Just go to Google and speak my name into your phone. TJ Hooker Taylor. All of my information will pop up. All of my music on Apple, iTunes, Pandora, and any all digital outlets. Just speak my name into your phone. And you can reach out on me on, on any type of media like Facebook. And I will respond to you. I'm very easy access to me. So... Appreciate you. Appreciate yes, you. Yes, sir. Nisi, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us uh, how to get in touch with you in case somebody want to invite you to sing one of those Teddy Pentagrass songs. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I am doing a, Sean, a, a sort of with you, a gospel show with my church at Rock of Ages. Yeah. Um, they're going to be doing a, a gospel medley of people, so I'll be participating in that. Of course, my pastor, Morgan got me in that and that's where your roots start from actually you know you go back to the church because where you come from you start singing as a child so this is where i get my singing and think i can sing from but in any case i'm not out for hire or anything like that but anybody that's interested in me here at nisi's restaurant 6441 truth 816-444-6006 you can certainly come out and get you some breakfast, lunch, yeah. and dinner. Come on. And every first Friday at Nisi's is all absolutely free. Come on, join us Woo. for dinner and a show. <laughs> I love walking around singing to people and say oh, somebody needs to come this. in there and bring their talents, and I'll let them sing mm. as well. So it's just a little two-hour event every first Friday, once a month. You ain't doing nothing else in the world. Come on now, at least you can um, eat some good food and hear some good old school music <laughs> right don't forget kansas city july the 29th uh from 10 to 4 at spring valley park just west of brooklyn come on out and listen to these dynamite individuals they homegrown we love yes. them and come on out and break a rib with us and eat a hot dog drop some mustard on your chest and just enjoy yourself and enjoy <laughs> these songs and so i've Appreciate you uh, listening to Jaws of Justice right here on KKFI 90.1 FM. Go out and have a great, great day, Kansas yes. City. Let's have a penny meal good time. Yep.
It's the 420 Drug War News. Today we're going to close out our discussion with uh, Roger Goodman, the representative from the state of Washington, chair of their uh, public safety committee. And once again to remind you that if you would like the one-hour uh, moral high ground program from which this is derived, my email is at the end of all of this. Anyway, Roger Goodman is our guest. Lucky Luciano uh, from Italian Organized Crime started importing cocaine and heroin from Europe and established a network of uh, street organizations to sell it on the streets, gangs, right? Uh, and then, of course, when we uh, went, had alcohol prohibition, they expanded to, you know, uh, bootlegging and all that. So nothing's changed for more than 100 years. Well, no, I guess we're coming up on 1925, 2025. So, yeah, I mean, when, when you prohibit a substance for which there is an unrelenting demand, then a, a criminal market, an illegal market, is going to rise up to provide, you know, to to meet that demand. Thank uh, you, Roger. I, uh, we're we're just about out of time here. I, I want to uh, just start wrapping it up a bit. Uh, yeah, Roger, the, you, you're talking there about you know Lucky Luciano selling heroin. I see these stories that they capture. Here's one I've, I've got uh, out of Australia. They they captured an amount of MMDA. And they said it was worth $400,000. And I know whoever the chemist was, he used about $100 worth of chemicals to make that. Right. And 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 then maybe had to buy a pre pill press to put it in. But yeah. the $400,000 is a construct of the drug enforcement people themselves. Your response, right. sir. Right. That's the time. premium. That's what we call the premium that you pay because it's an illegal market. And the and those who benefit from the premium are those who sell the drugs uh, and those who try to enforce the drug laws. The, the only winners in the drug war are uh, the police and the criminals. Uh, and this drug war was not meant to be won. It was meant to be waged because people are profiting from it and people get to exercise their racism and, and feed on people's fear. So it's all bad, but I hope we're moving away from it. And I'm, I'm doing my best to, to, to get that work done. No, uh, uh, Roger, once again, I want to thank you for being so uh, willing and and forthright uh, and to come on this show and, and to, you know, present what you've learned and, and uh, I don't know what your state is up to. I, I hope it serves as an example to some of the other states who listen to this show that it can be done. There is nothing to fear. And, and that's the whole thing. But fear itself, uh, quoting Roosevelt, right? I mean, that's what runs the drug war is the fear. Thank you, Roger Goodman. We'll have you back soon. I am Dean at DrugTruth.net. enjoyed today's show and that we leave you with something to think about, something to talk to your neighbors about, and a reason to get involved. As always, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests of Jaws of Justice Radio, not of KKFI, the Midcoast Radio Project Incorporated, its staff or volunteers. 
You can find our calendar of events and a link to our show episodes on the Jaws of Justice Radio Facebook page. You can always listen to us live and find our podcast on the KKFI website, kkfi.org. If you have a show idea or want to help produce the show, you can send an email inquiry or comment to kkfi.org forward slash contact. This is Jeff reminding you our outro music is Higher Ground from the Playing for Change CD. Please tune in for the rest of our 9 a.m. weekday lineup with the Law and Disorder on Tuesday, Alternative Radio on Wednesday, Cowtown Conversations on Thursday, and Between the Lines at 9 a.m., followed by Understanding Israel-Palestine at 9.30 a.m. on Fridays. Up next is Monday Morning Medicine Show with Dr. Mike. And at noon, Arts Magazine with Michael Hogue. Stick around for jazz and blues in the afternoon and Eco Radio KC at 6 p.m. Then round out your day south of the border with Fiesta Musicale, I'm gonna hold on the best I can And if I